got uh, obviously some B2B content to share with y'all out there. And Tyler and I love to uh, pontificate a little bit on these topics. Uh, so you're going to get to tune in to a long week rambling here on Business Casual this morning. Oh. I hope they're ready, Tyler. Uh, you know, put on that extra cup of coffee, you know, just go ahead and pour that now because that's, you know, you're going to need it for what's coming your way here. Let's get those beans roasting, man. It's not a threat. It's just a promise. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right, T let's jump into our stories for the day. We are starting with a technology story. We're going to be chatting about PC shipments. Uh, it's exciting stuff to see, uh, Shifts in different markets uh, amidst COVID, uh, most of the responses have been necessarily negative, uh, shuttering stores, um, disrupted supply chains. But we're starting to see some industries are bouncing back and PCs are part of that bounce back potentially. So remote work and remote education has been driving uh, a lot of um potentially positive change uh, in a lot of cross industry segments. And that is probably one of the main motivators why we're seeing some boosts in PC shipments. So that's what we're chatting about today. PC shipments are up. Demand for laptops has increased after its weakest quarter in years. Both Gartner and IDC released a report on PC demand, uh, which found growth in PC shipments worldwide. Uh, So I'll break down the numbers real quick. Uh, The IDC said uh, global shipments went up 11.2% from Q2 in 2019, and that's roughly 72.3 million units. Gartner less optimistic. They said shipments went up 2.8% from Q2 uh, 2019, and that's about 64.8 million units that they're estimating in uh, shipment growth. So the growth is being attributed to a few different variables. I already mentioned one. Uh, There has likely been strong demand from consumers as they look for solutions to work and learn from home, uh, as well as demand from institutions like colleges, school districts, and businesses that are looking to supply this technology uh, for remote learning and remote work. However, these numbers don't necessarily reflect actual sales because they're the shipments to retailers or sort of bulk orders um, to retailers like Office Depot, Target, Best Buy that stock these PCs. So we might actually see sales numbers grow and actually see even more uh, boom in PC sales. Um, But till then, some of this is still uh, B2B growth. It's not quite B2C growth yet. Um, Therefore, a lot of this growth can be attributed to a resupply of a disrupted Q1 supply chain because of how hard manufacturing supply chains were hit during COVID. Uh, However, these retailers are most likely still responding to an increased demand from consumers. So uh, I I would assume it's a mix of both, both a little bit of proactivity from these big box retailers, as well as responding to a demand from consumers and from organizations and institutions looking to stock up on PCs for our uh, new work reality, or at least our new corporate work reality. 
uh, Gartner in their research did not include Chromebooks in these PC shipments, but the IDC did. Uh, and uh, IDC and their research was the one that had global shipments up 11.2%, which is the higher number. Uh, so it, it's interesting Gartner didn't include Chromebooks in theirs uh, because Chromebooks are definitely uh, one of the most accessible PCs cost-wise and functionality for schools, especially right. uh, looking to just provide, hey, look, this is just a simple, basic piece of hardware that will connect you to the internet and allow for uh, collaborative tools for learning. Uh, Chromebooks are the perfect solution for that. So it, it's interesting to see that uh, that was not included in the research because I think those are definitely PCs and should be accounted for. IDC specifically highlighted that Chromebooks had intense demand from individuals and institutions in Canada, which is interesting. Uh, however, the main researchers at both IDC and Gartner think this might be short-lived growth. Gartner Research Director Mikako Kitagawa said, quote, short term due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, obviously referencing PC shipments he thinks are short term due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. IDC Research Vice President Lin Huang said, quote, with inventory still back ordered, this goodwill will continue into July. However, as we head deeper into a global recession, the goodwill sentiment will increasingly sour. So that's the breakdown of uh, why PC shipments are up and some initial thoughts on it. Tyler, do you have anything to toss into this conversation? I've got a few points I want to toss your way as well, but obviously got to field what you think first. Yeah, I think that they're, uh, th the big thing for me is that, um, okay, so IDC um, and and Gartner, both, in both of their studies, it's it's global numbers, right? It's not just US. Correct, it is global numbers, yes. So yeah, I'm interested in seeing what the impact of other countries who are doing better right now with the pandemic, like if they can help, you know, I think, I think it's optimistic to think that growth will continue forward into further quarters of the year um, for the reasons that you outlined. But I am curious to see what the impact of the U.S. market still probably struggling moving forward, just given the fact that we have not really curbed the pandemic in this country at all, whereas in other countries, they've done a better job. And so, okay, um, you know, is there going to be growth in those countries as things begin to reopen slowly? And as, you know, they look at, you know, what school is going to look like in the fall, things like that. Whereas in this country, there's, it's a lot more muddled and there's a lot more mixed messaging and we haven't done a good job of, of, uh, curbing things at all. In fact, uh, we, things have only been getting worse recently. And so, um, putting all that aside, you know, I, I think that that that's going to be an interesting thing for me. What the you know how the U.S. market develops moving forward, and what it looks like overseas, and maybe how those two things could balance out, or is the fact that the U.S. market will continue to maybe stagnate or go down based on the fact that you know the, the, there is an economic recession, right? Things don't look great in the short term for the United States. So, okay, what does that do to these numbers? Right. Right. To some degree, some could argue that if the United States continues to have these consistent COVID waves for the next several months, maybe even a year, we could be stuck in this remote work limbo, at least in the corporate workforce. Right. And that could be another motivator for 
more increased sales for PCs and and more PC shipments. So it could end up being a positive for this industry. However, uh, what I seem to land on after thinking about it is, uh, you know, PC sales have been stagnating for years. So, you know, we, we really have to ask ourselves, can COVID alone change that long term, that slow decrease as people turn to uh, mobile and tablets as replacements, more flexible and interactive replacements uh, for their PCs? I think that COVID will not have that powerful of an effect to reverse that gradual slip we've been seeing because uh, a lot of the uh, sales for PCs for remote work or remote learning, in my opinion, are going to come from the institutions and the organizations. And those purchases are typically bulk orders. They're a set amount of, you know, albeit hundreds, maybe even thousands of these units, but that purchase ends there. Uh, And typically, it's not like we're seeing these companies buy new laptops every month. The point is, well, this will last us for years. So if that's the case, people adjust to remote work and then the sales stop or the sales slow down again, how does the PC market respond? Are the PC companies going to uh, you know, ramp up production and uh, tangential aspects of their business model because they see growth here? Are, are they going to jump on this too early and then be hit even harder when sales uh, you know, potentially stagnate or go down again in the future? That's where my head's at with this. Uh, and I, I just really don't see um, even the remote work paradigm creating a situation where PC sales suddenly explode again because mm-hmm. Uh, these research, um, or yeah, these, these research, uh, uh, groups, IDC and Gartner, uh, within their analysis here also found that mobile sales went up as well. And what we've been seeing over the years is that mobile sales have gone up at the expense of PC sales. So that to me is what is going to uh, probably continue because, the benefits of the mobile phone, the tablet, the flexibility, mm-hmm. the touchscreen, the engagement that comes out of that, uh, the way Surface Pros, um, you know, are both touchscreen and a laptop to some degree. That flexibility doesn't come out of your basic MacBook, doesn't come out of your standard Dell or HP uh, uh, desktop PC. So I, I feel like that mobile workforce, even if they are grounded at their home, still are going to want the flexibility of, well, I want to move from my room to the kitchen, to the balcony, to the backyard, uh, to the living room. And even that little amount of flexibility, I think will encourage mobile over uh, the incredibly grounded PC that we're uh, traditionally used to. So that's where my head's at with this. No, that's a good point. You know, and to add just maybe a, a different layer of something that I, that I heard about, one of the things that you you were talking about was universities, um, you know, buying large amounts of these PCs, right? And, and that kind of being a large fueler of growth. One of the things I was talking to a friend about last night, she works for a university here locally in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And she was saying that this order that is forcing... Um, 
uh, international students to go back to their home countries uh, if they're not going to be like attending in person in you know their university in the fall you've you've kind of heard about this order right um so yes yes i have yeah yeah so this this order that is forcing these uh these international students to go back to their home country means that colleges here won't be uh universities won't be pulling in quite as much uh tuition money uh, because none of those students are on scholarships. Uh, that's kind of just a, a, a part of how that, that whole thing works. So they're not on scholarships. So in general, those students are um, big money drivers for a lot of universities. And so they're going to be pulling in less money. And you wonder if that coupled with possibly lower enrollment from incoming freshmen who might not be spending their first year going to a university, you know, going on a campus somewhere, um, you could see a lot of revenue drying up for a lot of these universities. Revenue is probably not the right word, but uh, money coming in might be less than it has been in the past. And so you might see yeah. less investment from some of these universities into technology and into other things that would normally um, be a big part of, of their expenditures. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's uh, definitely uh, a huge factor that uh, we have not taken into account yet. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I think the situation is going to be different between colleges and universities and school districts, for example, where, uh, you know, these school districts have more of a responsibility over the education of these students. Whereas colleges, you know, th there is still obviously major gatekeeping before even getting into the university. So the responsibility yeah. over like, we need to have laptops for every student. It, it's not quite as uh, egalitarian as our public school uh, institutions, you know, uh, elementary, middle, and high school. So I, I wonder if the sales that might come from school districts will be enough to uh, continue to encourage some of this growth. Uh, but even then, it's not like school districts don't already have one-to-one -one technology issues. And it's not like money is just appearing out of thin air for their budgets uh, to just pump into more technology. If anything, budgets continue to be slashed and money is tight during COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, social services are not being funded uh, during this pandemic, which I would argue is the opposite of what needs to be done. Money needs to be funneled into our social services um, during a time like this, including our educational system so that our teachers and our students can be supported with stuff like one-to-one -one technology. So yeah, you're right. There are so many factors that could play into whether or not this growth is consistent and whether or not this growth counteracts the slip in PC sales we've seen over the last several years. I am led to think that um, the two research directors, Kitagawa and Huang, are probably right mm. that this is going to be short term because uh, even though COVID rages on in the U.S., uh, elsewhere it's starting to tame. And uh, the dynamics within the U.S. that could, uh, you know, uh, potentially lead global sales are so uncertain and uh, uh it's so broken, honestly, because like there just really isn't a lot of funding right. for solutions like this. I, I think it could end up harming uh, these PC sales after this initial uh, response to Q1 disruption. Mm. 
Yeah, I think that's a I, I think that's a really good point and a really good uh, bow to tie on this one. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Wow, thank you for the compliment. You are welcome, Daniel. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling generous with my compliment. I, have, I put in so much hard work into these that I just never get thanked, man. Okay. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 